Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's well live show, or you might be listening to this afterwards. It's fantastic to have you here. Today's show is around goal setting. And it's, of course, so appropriate as we end the season. And there are so many of us talking about, you know, what you're going to create and manifest in 2024. And, you know, I am uh, have always been a huge proponent of goal setting. And I've always set goals differently <laughs> than everybody else. I don't um, resonate with the smart way of setting goals. Like that's that, um, the acronym, right? The specific, measurable, attainable. And then I honestly, every time I do this or talk about it, I can never remember the R and the T in SMART. Because for me, it's irrelevant. Goal setting, not so much. Goal setting is not irrelevant or intention setting uh, if you don't like to set goals and you need a different word. Uh, try that one on for size. And so I think it's so important, though, that we unpack maybe why you're hesitant to set goals. So I want to do a little, spend a little bit of time um, around that today and not very much time because today I actually want to share with you one of the ways uh, that I uh, one of the workbooks that I've worked through on setting goals, and that is following a program from Danielle Laporte. So, of course, in all transparency, as per usual, I'm sharing with you where I get the tools from. And so Danielle Laporte's Goals with Soul, and so she has some great questions that she asks. And I used to be a facilitator for her program. And so really want to um, kind of unpack a little bit about this. So it's going to be a show, but it's actually also going to be live questions. I'm going to ask questions and give you not as much time to ponder as I would if we were doing this in person, but really taking you through a, a, a very small portion of this work to kind of give you a taste of what it would be like for you to set goals in a different way. Now, why different? Um, for me in particular, what I've I've experienced, I guess, and felt is that the smart way of set, setting goals is very uh, systematic, very strategic, which there is a time and place for. Um, but I think think um, personally leaves out the feelings and the, the intention, uh, maybe even like the why we're wanting to move our business or move our life in a certain direction. So if we look at it uh, differently, where it's not so uh, specific necessarily, unless you want it that way, and it's not so measurable, unless you want it that way, and maybe or, or may not feel attainable, unless you want it that way. So I know that sounds really wishy-washy, but let me kind of, I guess, share some more information with you. My personal point of view 
is that the smart way of setting goals is very patriarchal in nature. It's like, what are you going to hunt? Uh, what are you going to kill? What are you going to gather? What are you going to achieve? What are you going to pursue? Uh, you're on the battlegrounds. You're you're you know down and you're winding and you're grinding and you're and doing all that. For some people, that energy feels really good. That energy uh, makes uh, me personally retreat. I go into fight, flight, or freeze whenever I'm around and trying to set goals from that place. But I think that goal setting or intention setting or dreaming um, is important. It's an important part of uh, of how we're meant to create and then meant to manifest. And so, you know, I have so many friends who don't set goals and the reason they don't set goals, and perhaps maybe you can relate to this, they don't set goals because whenever they've set goals, they have not ever quote unquote achieved them. And then they feel bad about themselves. And then they think that there's something wrong with them. And perhaps maybe that's something that you can relate to. So my point is maybe there's nothing wrong with you. And maybe it's just the way that you're setting goals. Maybe you need to look at it from a very, very different perspective, right? There's different tools that we, um, that I talk about all the time. One of them is human design. And, you know, in human design, there is a part, a part of your chart that tells you whether or not you should be a specific manifester or like dream in specific terms or non-specific or unspecific. And, and when I found that out, I was, I laughed because I was like, well, that's why when I think about what I want to move forward in my life, I don't have to, to, to go down to the specificity that my coaches and mentors told me. And it wasn't necessarily that that they shared that they thought that my way was wrong or incorrect. But the feedback that I kept on getting was, well, that won't work. And because it's not specific enough. Now, interestingly enough, a lot of times it didn't work for me. And when I sat down and worked with a coach or a mentor, uh, uh, it didn't work, but not because I wasn't specific enough, but more so because I was listening to an outside resource that I, I, you know, that I uh, respected and, and wanted to work with and pay for. And so it wasn't that they did anything wrong, but I wasn't listening to my own, um, my own guidance, my own guidance system, my own guides, my own intuition, my own divine source energy. I intuitively knew that I didn't need to be specific, but everyone, air quoting for those of you listening, everyone told me that, no, I had to be specific. So as a non-specific manifester, what that means is I can have the intention of what I desire, how it feels, and I can have an idea of what it looks like, but I don't have to imagine it down to the greatest detail. If you're a specific manifester, let's say you wanted a new vehicle, take something really tangible, you want a new vehicle. And you, um, for specific manifestors, they would need to know the make, the model, the um, the color. Uh, what does the interior look like? What's it? What does it smell like? What would it? What would it look like or feel like to drive? As a non-specific manifester, I just need to think about how cool it would be for me. How would I feel in it? Where would I go with it? What kinds of things would I do? Um, how would it change my world? How would it change the world of others? Because that's a part of how I manifest, and then I can I can manifest. So the story I'm sharing you is because you might have set goals. Uh, listening to uh, some well-meaning people on there's a specific way to set goals. You may have tried to set goals that way, not achieve the goal, and then felt bad because you thought there was something wrong with you. 
And what I'm sharing again is perhaps maybe there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, I venture to say there is nothing wrong with you, but it's the way that you're setting goals. And I think, um, and goal setting can be done at a very, very young age. If you have young children who are, let's say, athletes, now whether they're in competitive sports or they're in like intramural sports, like, you know, within school sports, um, or they're in dance, whether it's competitive or not, or hockey or whatever, they're in an extracurricular activity. Uh, young kids are naturally good at setting goals, right? Thinking about what it would be like to play, at a, you know, play on a team or play a certain position or win a game. And what I find really interesting is that certainly when my children were younger, that there was this in elementary school, especially this desire for the institutions and the parents to move away from there is no winner or loser in this, you know, intramural sports um, game. Uh, We just want the kids to have fun and play. And there is, again, there's always truth to some of those things that happen. Um, However, I think the challenge with that is that it's not teaching the kids to work with disappointment. It's not teaching your children to understand what it's like to try something and not be successful. And so then they go out into the world into into junior high where they do start keeping score or high school or I don't know, you apply for a job and there's 25 interview, uh, um, you're one of 25 people being interviewed and you don't get the job. You know, and if you never learned the coping skills as a young person to lose a basketball game, as an example, it really has this long term effect. And I've noted that with um, with my kids, you might have a 25 year old and 23 year old and they played competitive sports and they don't always get the job more often than not. They do because of how they manifest. But when they don't, they a know how to handle the disappointment and B, they know that so there's something um, maybe better for them around the corner that they couldn't see or foresee. Uh, in saying that, though, both of my kids set goals. They set intentions and um, and they manifest differently. Uh, so Mackenzie and Jacob, they manifest differently. So they don't even set goals the same way. And um, there's a structure which I'm going to share with you, um, but they but they don't because they're both different. Uh, in human design, Mackenzie's a manifesting generator. Jacob's a projector, if you're following human design. So it's, to me, it's really interesting is when we come to um, come to places and spaces like the end of the year and, you know, people start to really get concerned about setting intentions or setting goals for the new year. And the truth around that is that there are so few people that actually um, follow through on their new year's resolutions. And we could probably do an entire show about that. Um, And so uh, pardon me, I think I might have to sneeze on live. (laughs) So like, pardon me. And so what happens, um, you know, in this, in this space and place is that people are feeling a bit, maybe a bit pressure to end their year well, and um, possibly just start the, the new year with a bang. And, you know, again, there's some, um, really good, I guess, foundational pieces to that as, you know, getting ready, you know, um, now. Uh, 
now at the end of November, which is when this is being recorded versus setting your goals in January, because by the time that you maybe put things to action, it could be the end of January. So now is the time. Now is the time to, 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 uh, to actually start, uh, start planning on what it is that you're wanting to manifest, what you're, uh, what you're wanting to create. And uh, it starts always with the end in mind. It starts with the imagination, the visualization, the intention, the goal, right? So it doesn't really matter what word we use, the process or that uh, that concept is the same, you know, um, all around. I used to tell my kids that you can do anything you want to um, as long as you are willing to uh, dream, right? And visualize, imagine, take the necessary steps. Uh, change your behavior or change the desire because sometimes you get into it and realize I don't really want to do this, right? Change your behavior or change your desire. And you're, and you're um, constantly checking in to see where you're at on the path. There is a great book. If you love strategy, uh, the 12 week year, Uh, I'm sorry, there's two authors, but I only ever remember Brian Moran. So my apologies to the other author. If you happen to be listening to this, my intention wasn't to leave you out. I just remember Brian because I had a conversation with Brian. So 12 Week Year is a great book if you love strategy. If you're like me, I take bits and pieces of the strategy, but I love the premise of the book, which is to take your year and you chunk it up into 12 weeks. And each 12 week is a year and you treat it like a year. And it is the most phenomenal um, way to approach both your life and your business. So the 12 week year. Now, the other tool that I mentioned uh, which we're going to dive in uh, into here shortly after our first break is uh, Danielle Laporte's Goals with Soul. And I'm going to walk you through some of the information in Danielle Laporte's book, uh, Goals, uh, The Desire Map, actually, I think is what the uh, what the book is called. And, um, and so it was, uh, you know, greatly encourage you to read that. It's, it's a, a fantastic resource. All right, before we go to commercial break, um, I often forget to introduce myself. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. I'm a sacred um, business coach and I call myself actually the sacred art of business coach. I have a reverend in metaphysics, excited to be here with you. And I work with uh, entrepreneurial women who have basically tried it all. And for whatever reason, the previous systems and strategies are no longer working for you. And what we do is dive into um, the mindset, there's a mindset behind it, uh, diving into your paradigms, your values, uh, what your soul is calling to do. And uh, I help entrepreneurs uh, connect with their divine source energy in a multitude of ways. All right. When we get back from this break, we're going to dive into goals with souls. So thanks everyone. Again, Ranchelle Van Bryce on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. I'm on Inspired Choices Network and look at, I have a new mug, Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much for the mug and I'll see you right after this commercial. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? changed the way you look at it would you feel differently about yourself and your journey tuning in to ignite your success with business intuitive coach ranchelle van bryce you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently join ranchelle wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m eastern 4 p.m central 3 p.m mountain 
2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone, whether you're live here with me today in the studio audience or you happen to be listening afterwards. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, someone sent me a text. You're talking really fast. Yes, I know. I have so much that I want to share with you. Um, you know, I channel messages all the time. And sometimes there's just like this rush of information that wants to come through. And so here's the deal. You're not necessarily meant to take in everything that is said here on the show, but rather kind of tune in and listen with your whole entire being. Listen with your heart, listen with your head, listen with your eyes, listen with your nose, listen with your taste buds, listen with your gut, um, listen with all the sensations, your intuition, your connection to divine source energy, your in uh, listen with your soul. And you will pick up whatever you're meant to pick up. Now, if this, even this little bit of message uh, that I've shared with you so far resonates with you, I want to invite you to something that I'm gifting uh, right now in the moment of time. And it's one of been one of my core offerings for the last three years and I've been guided by source to gift it. And so it's a daily call. So uh, Monday to Friday, um, this is not quite daily, right? Monday to Friday a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, I get on a call with an incredible group of people. And there are messages that are delivered to you through your guides, through my guides, through Divine Source Connection. And how you go about uh, grabbing that is go to ranchellvanrice.com backslash daily. So ranchellvanrice.com backslash daily. And so my first name is spelled R-A-N-C-H-E-L-L-E, and then Van Bryce, V-A-N-B-R-Y-C-E.com. Um, I obviously like long names, right? Ranchel Van Bryce being my name. The name of my company is Ignite Your Success. And the name of the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. And yes, there are lots of words there. We're meant to tell stories. And I am a storyteller. So with that being said, let's dive a little bit into our goals with soul work. And I am going to slow down just a little bit um, to bring you into your present moment. And, you know, one of the things that Danielle um, Laporte has shared in her workings is, you know, that we want to start when we're setting goals, setting intentions with appreciation, because appreciation is a form of wellness. And I love that quote, appreciation is a form of wellness. That's not my quote, that's Danielle's, uh, Danielle's quote. 
And so she talks about the first thing to do when we're setting goals is to tap into our appreciation. And so we're going to tap into what we're appreciative of first in, in every single area of our life. So it's not just our life, maybe in general, but we tend to categorize things anyhow. So how do you, what do you appreciate about your, your business or your profession or your livelihood? What do you appreciate about your health and wellness? What do you appreciate about your, your um, community? What do you appreciate about your, um, about your family, your immediate family, your love life, like really tap into different areas of your life and decide what areas of those that you really appreciate. And be, this is when you do want to be specific, be specific as to why do you appreciate. So for example, um, when you, well, I guess when you're specific, what happens is the uh, what you're thankful for, of course, increases the sensation of your appreciation. And what we focus on, right, we create more of. So you're really tapping into this like heartfelt sense of uh, what you're grateful for. And so it can be, um, again, needs to be specific, like as in I'm grateful for and da, 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 because da, 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 da. So I'm grateful for this because of this, right? And tap into that and do that in not just in just in general life, but take different components of your life, different areas of your life, right? And tap into each one of those. Now, if we were doing this in person or uh, online, uh, when I do this as a course, we would take some time and we would have you take the time five minutes or 10 minutes for you, right? To really tap into this. And so you'll need to come back you know, uh, to go through this work. The next question is within your um, livelihood and lifestyle, right? I'm grateful. I'm grateful because why? So I'm just going to repeat that. I'm grateful within my body and wellness because why? I'm grateful within, um, she has a, a section called creativity and learning because why? Relationships to my to my family because why? grateful for my spirituality um if you have if you have a spiritual path and why and really go deep and so how how do you go deep is you ask your higher self is there anything else here that i'm missing that i should add any more types of gratitude right tapping into your deeper self not your higher self but like your deeper tapping into like your soul or deeper parts of your body right and this takes time. This isn't like a two minute process, although I guess maybe for some people it is. So we start with, what are you grateful for? Now, what's next is so important. And we want you to tap into what's not working. So what parts of your life are not working so that you can make real change? Because you can't transform, you can't change your behavior. Um, Unless you know, A, what's not working, right? Now, there's a deeper behind this, a deeper way to, uh, that we won't have time today. But part of your change, um, in order to change your behavior, you need to change your beliefs. And today's not about changing beliefs. But for those of you who have heard me speak, that might seem confusing if I say, think about your behavior, what's not working, right? And this is where you also need to be specific. What's not working or needs to change is, and then this, because 
this. So you're tying your behavior right into the effect. You're tying your behavior into this is the this is the effect of it. And it can be really simple of what's not working um, is my so I'll, I'll share it like a personal. One. So what's not working for me right now is my routine has become a rut. I realized this week that I'm in a, I have a rut. I don't have routines. I'm in a rut. And something happened when we were in lockdown where I got really super comfortable about not leaving my home and not out of fear, but I became the, all of a sudden now it's become a rut where I'm not leaving my home. And, you know, I'm, uh, I need to leave my home. <laughs> I need to not just stay home. And because of my office, is in my house, I tend to like, so I work in my, I work in my home and I know I'm not alone. So what's not working is my routine has become a rut and this is no longer working because um, there's some consequences. And then you would talk about your consequences, right? So for mine, I would share in mine is it's uh, what's the consequences of being in a rut. How's it affecting me mentally, spiritually, emotionally, right? What you want to do is, um, uh, approach this as you are an observer. So there's no blame. There's no shame. Um, it's just, you're, you're looking at it from the 30,000 level foot. You're looking down at your life and making these observations. Now, when you're thinking about what's not working, you might need cues. Like what are you dissatisfied with, disappointed with, agitated with, suffering with, um, and I'm not sure if I said fr- frustrated, right? With so what? Uh, what? What are you disappointed in? And not like blaming a person, right? So it's not about a person; it's about you. It's not about anybody else. So you really internalize this, and it's what's not working. So I see this thing. I've observed it's not working, and because. So meaning how or why these circumstances creates stress or pain. So how or why this outcome, right, that's not working is causing you stress and pain. So again, in complete transparency, what's not working about my communication style with Rob? There's parts of my life, right, where it's I've got great communication style with Rob and there's parts of my life that I don't. And so it's like, I, so the question I had, right, is last week was what's not working about my communication style, right? What's, um, what am I frustrated with? What am I disappointed? What I'm agitated, right? And I was able to see that a lot of the, the way that I'm communicating to, uh, to him uh, is having this negative effect on our relationship and it has nothing to do with him and more to do with how I'm communicating or my lack of communication, Right. So the behavior change that's required is that he doesn't need to change. Um, although that there are some maybe things, some things he may look at and go, yeah, this isn't working in my life and this is how I'm, he's responsible. But it's really about where am I coming from? Right. And we do that in all areas. So do that in your relationship, in your livelihood, like in your profession, what's not working and needs to change. Now, this is a great exercise all the time. Like if you are um, ever doing a marketing campaign, Right. And you afterwards, you look at the marketing campaign and go, what, what didn't work in the marketing campaign? And do I know why? So this is an ongoing opportunity for you 
rather than going into blame or shame or meaning like, oh, it's just Facebook's algorithm or I don't know my target audience, right? And that could be a what needs to not work here needs to change. I'm not aware of my target audience, right? I thought my target audience was wanted something. I was unclear with what their desires were or unclear with their fears. So you see how you can utilize this tool all along. You don't have to wait until December to do it. Within your body and wellness, what's not working and needs to change and why, right? It's not working because, right? Meaning like you're owning it. It's not working because da, 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 da. Next, what's not working with your creativity or your learning? What's not working and needs to change? And it's not working because, right? What's not working and, and it's not working because, so you're basically tying the outcome into it, right? Uh, in your relationships, in your community, what's not working and needs to change, it's not working because. I'm, and the reason I'm repeating this over and over again is I want you to be able to go through this afterwards, pause the recording and write down the answer. In your spirituality, what's not working and needs to change? It's not working because. Now, as you start to um, ponder this and go a little bit deeper. And again, this is going to be a little faster because we're already at our next break. Crazy. Um, so positive prompts that you can ask yourself is, so here's one. I could be at my best if, I could be at my best if. And folks, this isn't about you blaming anybody else, right? So I could be at my best if, right? My kids were behaving more, but you're not owning that responsibility. So I could be at my best if, and own the other piece of it. The next deeper question is, it would make me feel so good if, it would make me feel so good if. And the next, I feel supported when, Feel supported when? And the last question to ponder is my ideal scenario is that. My ideal scenario is that. So recapping really quick. I could be at my best if. It would make me feel so good if, or it would make me feel so good too. I feel supported when. And next is my ideal scenario is that. So my ideal scenario is that. Wouldn't that be fantastic? All right. We're going to go to our next break. When we get back, we're going to continue diving into a new way of setting goals. And these are real, um, I guess, real life uh, questions. Uh, this isn't just information, but an opportunity for you to work through these questions for you to create 2024 to be the most epic life that you've ever desired. Thanks, everybody. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce, and we are here on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, pardon on Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? 
tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So we're talking about goal setting and rather than, I guess, having just a, a simple conversation about the different ways to set goals, I had decided to do like real life goals with soul and do uh, like a mini fast, mini, mini, mini workshop of sorts so that you could have an, a sense of what this could look like for you. And so before we went into uh, the, the last break, we really talked about um, you know, going deeper and figuring out what's not working. And so the last part of that is to understand a little bit more, I mean, even at a deeper level of what's not working, excuse me, and thinking about what are you tired of feeling? So what negative emotion are you tired of feeling or what pain are you tired of feeling? Be specific as possible. What feelings do you most certainly not want to be experiencing? So what are you tired of feeling and what don't you want to be experiencing? Now, you don't have to stay in the muck and the mire long. It's important for us in order for us to change and to make different decisions and to understand our mindset, uh, which leads to transformation. We we do need to take a look at and be radically honest with ourselves about the, the truth of where we're at, right? The truth of where we're at so that we can tap into our own genius and um, you know, kind of shedding the light on this is so important. So thinking about maybe some um, past in the past year uh, or longer, if you want to go there, just take one occurrence of situation that you um, felt and what you didn't enjoy feeling about it. Right. So, you know, taking one past, you know, simple, unpleasant experience you had and, not to re-traumatize yourself, but just for you to be in awareness of like, I felt this and I did not enjoy feeling. So I felt this, whatever this is, I did not enjoy feeling. Right? So that in a past, in your past. Now, next, you take that same uh, unpleasant negative occurrence and situation of your present, right? So in the last, let's say two weeks, three weeks, it might be three months, Right. What were some unpleasant um, or negative occurrences or situations you found yourself in? And ask, I feel 
whatever you're feeling, and I'm tired of feeling this way, right? I'm, I feel, and then fill that blank in, and I'm tired of feeling. So that we went to the past first, then we went to the present. And so then, you know, we can think about, um, next we want to talk about like, what's the pleasurable, right? So we're, we've like, okay, I know how I don't want to feel. So what are some past pleasurable, positive occurrences or situations you had 12 months beyond? I felt and I enjoyed feeling, right? So, you know, I, this happened. It was an awesome experience. I felt this and I enjoyed feeling. And then you fill in. Then you go to your present moment, right? So something maybe happened today or in the last week or so. What was some pleasurable, positive occurrence or situation that you felt? I felt, fill in the blank. I enjoy feeling and then fill in the blank. Because now you may find one of those more difficult than the other. But here's um, here's the piece is that it's it will be the opposite often. So if it's easier to feel like, oh, I know how it's easy for me to access when I feel like a piece of poo, right? And then it's what's tough, tougher for you to access the pleasurable feelings. It's usually opposite of, right? So either or. And you can't do this exercise incorrectly, but it's an opportunity for you to really explore a little bit of your emotions and feelings and allowing yourself to feel both a little bit of the muck and the mire, but also the like being grateful and feeling the, the really great feelings, right? And so what would that look like for you from that perspective, again, a digging in a little bit deeper, right? And so how often do you feel those positive feelings? Once in a while, hardly ever on a regular basis. Again, no judgment. How often do you feel that tougher, the negative feelings? Once in a while, almost always, almost never. No right or wrong answer, but it's important for you to really be able to start tapping into this because what Danielle Laporte talks about is really tapping into your core desired feelings, like how you want every area of your life to feel. And when you can tap into that, it's such a, like, it's, um, it's magical. Like my, um, often one of my core desired uh, feeling words is magical. I want my life to feel epic, which is in, in the, in the show. I want my life to feel magical. I want my life to feel peaceful, right? So I have those three words. I've been doing core desired work now um, for five years. And those are my three main staple words, right? Um, and then I'll add different words at different times. I want to feel prosperous or abundant or opulent. One of those is usually there. And then there's a couple other, right? Um, one of the core desired feelings that I wanted years ago was courage. I wanted to feel courageous, right? I wanted to, I wanted to feel that on a regular basis. It's going through some really tough times. It's about 2019. And I was like, I want to feel courage, right? And so you can, when you start tapping into the, your core desired feelings. So a desired feeling, she says, doesn't have to be summed up in just one single word. So it could be something like, I want to feel turned on, turned on, turned up, right? Or a one with nature or passionately engaged. Right? Now, 
I think what's the, the, the toughest thing for me, at least at this point in time, when I first started to do the work, was getting caught up in my head about how to feel. Now, Danielle Laporte has a great book called Core Desired Feelings, or pardon me, um, uh, The Desire Map. And in there, she has a list of feeling words. I think it's like a, over 125 or 150 words. Um, if you don't want to invest in her book, then I would say uh, just go to your search engine. I, I use Google and Google um, positive words, right? Emotional words. And you'll get a list like there's, you know, over 125, you know, positive words. And start to think about how you want to feel in all of those areas of your life. Because before we can decide what we need to do and what strategy it needs to be in place, we need to understand how do we want to feel, right? Because I don't think necessarily that a lot of people, although I do have friends in my life who, if I said, how do you want to feel? They, they would say, I want to feel strategic, <laughs> right? Which is cool, right? But it, it needs to be your words, your words. So um, you can, you know, uh, Danielle says here in, in, in her workbook, she always said, anything goes, like you could make up right? Like, I, I want to feel zippy, right? I want to feel nurtured. Uh, you know, I want to feel on fire. Like Again, um, if you're not using any outside resources, just tapping in and tuning into yourself. And what would that look like for you? And spend some time and be specific. So within my livelihood and my lifestyle, I want to feel and then list a couple words. Within my body and wellness, I want to feel. And maybe pick different words in each area, right? Within my creativity or my learning, I want to feel. Within my relationships and my community, I want to feel, right? Within my essence and spirituality, right? Within my spirituality, I want to feel. And then you write down these core desired feelings. And just simply doing that simple exercise uh, already, you're going to be so much further ahead than if you've never set a goal, especially if you've never set a goal, or even um, if you're a smart goal setter starting here, because now you could move into a little bit, right. Um, you know, more of the strategic part if you wanted to, right. So for example, if I want my business to feel epic, right? I want my life to feel epic and don't, but if I want my business to feel epic or my business to feel nurtured or my business to feel passionate or my business to feel magical, I'm just kind of thinking of words that, I, that, um, that I've used before, right? I want to, my business to feel prosperous, right? Um, then I would start thinking about different ways that I would need to show up in my business and different maybe activities I would need to do in order for uh, to take my life or this part of my life in the direction that I'm talking about, right? Now, you so you could go straight to strategy right now if you wanted to, and it would shift, it would shift the way. Or I can give you a couple more cues, and I think we have just a few minutes before our next break. So uh, we have two minutes before the next break. So here, I'm going to just give you some real quick, deeper cues. 
One way for you to take this a, a next level before you do strategy is to ask your inner child how they need to feel in every area of your life, right? So I would ask my inner child, how do you want to feel in your in, in business and livelihood? How do you want to feel in health and wellness? How do you want to feel in, in community? How do you want to feel in your relationships? How do you want to feel in your body? How do you want to feel in your spirituality? Right? So I would talk to my inner child. Then I would talk to my inner superhero. How do you want to feel in health and wellness? How do you want to feel in spirituality? How do you want to feel in business? Right? So I would talk to my inner child first. My superhero, I would talk next. And then I would ask my future self, how are you already feeling in every area? If I tap into the Ranchelle in 12 months or 18 months or eight years or 10 years or whatever that is, how are you already feeling, right? Talking to my future self. So I'm talking to my inner child. I'm talking to my superhero and I'm, or I'm talking to my future self who's already created and manifested and done the things. Isn't that a cool way to start your year? by tapping into how you want to feel. It's so much simpler. I would dare say easier to decide um, what you need to do in order for you to create the life that you want when you know what kind of life you want to create by tapping into and talking into your, into your, your innermost self, by tapping into your soul. Right? By tapping into your soul, there's a much different way for you to show up in what we refer to as quote unquote goal setting. All right, we're going to take our last break here, uh, but don't go away because we're going to talk a little bit about the broken self and the whole self and how to merge that together. And we're just going to do it in a few minutes, of course, because I only have a few more minutes with you. Again, thanks for joining me so much here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchel, and you're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. Don't go away. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone, to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. My name is Ranchelle. If you've resonated with anything that I've shared with you today, I encourage you, um, as you heard in the commercial, you can get a hold of me uh, via email. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and I've just started doing TikTok. So I can, I'm on TikTok now. I have three videos. Huge celebration. I've avoided I've avoided TikTok. <laughs> so, um, and so... Uh, if you've enjoyed this, I invite you to join the daily call. 
But in order to do that, you need to um, you need to let me know. And so it's ranchellevanbrice.com uh, backslash daily. And you just fill out that form and then you'll be sent a, a free membership to the community where I will challenge uh, channel messages to you Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And it's live, by the way. And I don't care what you look like in the mornings because when you see me, I'm often in my workout gear and I have no makeup on. So if you care what I look like, then you probably don't want to be in that call because I'm just like show up right in my natural self. So uh, before commercial, I talked, we're going to briefly go through something called broken self and whole self. Now, the truth of the matter is words can be difficult. And here in this particular place, because... I don't believe in a broken self, um, as I know that uh, Danielle doesn't necessarily believe in broken self, but it was difficult to wrap our words around this. And so the guidance here is to really understand how um, to identify how you feel when you feel broken or you feel like you're about to give up what how you're feeling and what you want to feel so the difference is like this is how I feel when things are not going well when I feel I'm at the end of my rope. Um, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then how, how, what do I actually crave to feel? Right. And so, so very important. And it's only an exercise. Again, you're not going to stay here. Um, and immediately after that, you're going to go into this next exercise. Now it's important that you do both so that you can feel the difference. So next think about yourself as you are, you're complete you're safe, you're loved, you're loving, you're whole. There's nothing messed up about you. There's nothing broken. You don't need to be in alignment. You just are. You are the essence of who you are. And it's magnificent because you are magnificent. You're complete. Life is holding you. Now from that place of acceptance, you might not actually desire anything at all. Your cravings might've melted away. You accept your wholeness. You're in the flow of life. And so if that's the, if that's how you're feeling and more than likely you are, it's like, what else do you feel in this state of wholeness? What other feelings would be a celebration of your wholeness? So you all feel, have all of those feelings. What other feelings would be a celebration for you of wholeness? And it will more than likely be opposite of when you felt from your broken self. Now remember, you're not really broken. And it's an exercise for you to feel the, the difference between how you feel when you're broken and how you feel at your whole self. Because the truth of, your, of it is you are whole, right? You are brilliant and amazing. Now, why we do this in the context of setting goals is because we really want you to focus on what Danielle called our potency. Um in Clarity Conference Connection, which is another um, events and summits that I lead, and I have uh, partners in that, collaborators, Samantha, one of the collaborators, she often talks about what's your zone of genius and tapping into your zone of genius. And so I think when we focus on our, um, when our focus increases potency and we focus on how potent we are, we move into our zone of genius. And so how we do that is we really tap into how do we want to feel? And then on a regular, as in like everyday basis, before you sit down or in some sort of a ritual, you tap into, this is how I want to feel. And if I want to feel this way, then who do I need to be 
to feel this because we always go into doing, right? So if I want to, if I want my business to feel magical, then who do I need to be? Like who does Ranchelle Van Bryce need to be if I want my business to feel magical? Well, I know that I need to be courageous because magic um, requires me to step out of my comfort zone. Um, magic uh, will require me to get out of my rut. Right? So I brought magical back in. <laughs> I want my business to feel magical. And so who do I need to be? So I need to be courageous. And then I can ask myself, so what do you need to do? And I don't ask me the personality. I actually ask divine source energy to guide me. So what do I need to do? Or talk to my business. Okay, business. Okay, ignite your success. Right? What do you require of me to do? What do you require me to be? Who to be? What am I required to do in order to feel magic, to create magic? If I'm creating a new program, I'll talk to the program right? All right. Unlock your keys to prosperity. That's a new program I just created. What do you need from me to get out into the world? I don't ask my personality. My personality is, you know, can take me (laughs) off this path, tapping into divine source energy. So how do you, how do you want to feel? Who do you need to be? And then you ask, what do I need to do? Now, this way of showing up, I've given you like this much of really what the program looks like. Um, You can take this much though. And that was my intention. You can take this much and create a brand new way of setting goals. Um, Ditch the smart way of setting goals. Unless the smart way feels good to you, then you don't, then don't ditch it. But chances are, if you're still listening, uh, the smart way of setting goals doesn't resonate with you. So you can so you can set this intention, this new way of showing up. And, and the reason why you tap into your core desired feelings is it will trigger different um, memories, different visualizations, different imaginative imagination, because we need to visualize what our outcomes are, right? Our intentions, our goals. It's essential for creation. Visualization is essential for creation. Now you may be a non-specific visualizer like myself, or you may be specific, do whatever feels great for you. Cause if it feels great for you, chances are it's the, it's the correct way for you. And who the hell are people to tell you that there's a right way and a wrong way for you. Tap into divine source energy, right? We'll definitely, definitely have you going in the correct direction for you. And so really, again, having this opportunity, tapping into divine, setting goals with soul, with your soul, right? And then you can take inspired action. And that will feel and look so much different for you. I've enjoyed being here with you. Again, my name is Ranchal Van Bryce. And as I said earlier, please feel free to connect with me. Um, I'm easy to find, right? Easy to find on social media. You can email me um, or if really things resonate with you, I encourage you to connect at ranchalvanbrice.com backslash daily, D-A-I-L-Y. I almost spelled daily incorrect. Um, if you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. 